That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as you can hear, I am not Nestlemania. He is on hiatus. Big life event for him. So uh, maybe uh, slide into his DMs or send him a tweet saying congratulations because uh, big deal for him. But you know what? What do you I, have, twins? I you know, know who I am. Wow, look at this. I don't even get to intro the man. I had to get a sure thing this week. You know, there's a lot of guarantees in this world. But there's only one sure thing. And you're looking at him. Well, you're hearing him on this podcast. That's right. Mark Sherman, thank you for joining us here on The Jobberknocker. It's good to have you, my friend. Absolutely. Last of the good guys over here. <laughs> All right. So for those of you not familiar with Mark Sherman, Mark Sherman was a... Can I call you a superstar? Were you a superstar or were you just kind of like, eh? Uh, How would you rate yourself? Uh, VFW legend in there the New England area. VFW. It's the perfect way to put it. But in all seriousness, uh, the sure thing over here has done many a things, worked with a lot of characters that you may know very well in WWE. So he brings a wealth of knowledge and he's here with us today to break it down for you guys. And you know what? We start this show with the positives and the shine. So we're going to start there. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, Mark. What is your favorite thing in wrestling right now, period? To be honest with you, uh, my favorite thing in the whole scene of wrestling is uh, Jericho's theme song when he comes out it's and the so whole crowd. Uh, <laughs> he has a bumper. Sings with him, and you know, him, you know, he has the luxury to do whatever the heck he wants at this point in his career. Same with Dean Ambrose. When you make enough money, you call the shots. Well, let's start there. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Chris Jericho. That'll be culminating, I believe, next week at Revolution or this Saturday. Um, Wait, they're doing a women's pay per view. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. But what are your thoughts on this feud in general? Because obviously in WWE, this feud was a huge flop. They had that goofy cage match with oh, the yeah. fake weapons. But here in AEW, I think they've done a good job, but I'm curious to see how you think they've done. Um, I mean, they are the show. I, for AEW, the mid-card is kind of lacking, and there's a bunch of guys that probably shouldn't be on TV, but their upper card is probably better than WWE currently, wow. in my opinion. Wow. That's high praise. Yeah, I mean, what is the Raw main event these days well that's the problem is uh brock lesnar is fighting ricochet at super showdown which we will hit on later in the show but it's just kind of a filler till wrestlemania so it's it's kind of seth rollins the seth rollins show yeah. which you want to talk about overexposed we'll maybe hit on him a little bit more later but yeah well, well, i mean why, why don't we hit on him right now for just a little all thing? right let's hear it i what mean you... i think he's a great wrestler um but he's not the guy he's like uh i would say in like the ted dibiase range i'm an old school guy mm-hmm He's uh, not get, like the champion in my in my eyes, you know. But he's a great uh, guy to have a great match with, and you know, continue a storyline with. You know, he has all the tools; he can do everything. But he's just lacking the it factor or, or something offhand. Do you agree? Or no, no, I completely. I've, if you listen to this program, our viewers know that I am very critical of uh, the Monday Night Messiah, as he calls himself now. I do it's like not him, over. No, I do like him much better as a heel. Yeah. So I think it's more effective. But my big thing with him is that. 
he's overexposed. Like he starts raw. He's in the middle of raw. He's part of everything in raw. He's everywhere, and it's just three hours. Too much of anything is too much, and especially with him, he's not the best on the microphone. So he's all right. I mean, he's passable, but um, he doesn't have any great catchphrases. Burn it to the ground. Huh? Yeah, really? that, that was hot for like a month. But... I mean, if you look in comparison to the Rock, Stone Cold, the real guys who were on top when the when the business scaled. Yeah, uh, he doesn't compare. What do you think of his new faction, though? He's got he's running around with uh, Buddy Murphy and AOP. It's something different for him. It's I think it's more exciting for those other guys that's, than him. That's but... really what it, what's okay. going on. He's he's um, bringing them up, you know, with him. Yeah, like Buddy Murphy was he on two hundred five wrestling? Uh, Pretty much. Music or what? Nothing on Raw. He had the feud with Black, but besides that, hasn't done anything. I like Alistair Black. They're wasting him. Okay, what do you, what what do you like about him? He's different. He do, uses his feet a lot. His striking and um, he could, he could tell a good story in the ring if you give him a chance. Um, he could be an attraction. I think WWE is lacking an attraction, except for 50-year-olds. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those deals where they need to generate a new generation of attractions. So if you were trying to put Aleister Black in a position to succeed, obviously he had the hot feud with Buddy Murphy, but yeah. it still it was like low, yeah. low-bearing fruit. He had a nice match actually with Eric Rowan on Raw on Monday, but that's not what's going to get him to the next level. What do you think they need to do with him to get him up there? The problem is, is um, they've ruined a lot of guys, uh, whether it's Braun Strowman, you tag team him with a 10-year-old and turn him heel six months later. Uh, Nakamura, they changed his theme song so the audience wouldn't sing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those deals where you see it time in, time out. A guy does really well in NXT, gets called up, and kind of, you know. Flounders. Yeah, they give him a chance, and um, they don't want to create an attraction, and they just put him as a normal, average Joe. like uh, You know, a 50-50 booking style. You win, you lose. You're kind of over, but you're mm-hmm. for, um, you know, the two million people that watch, but it's not going to scale. You yeah. know what I mean? So my problem when I look at Raw is I'm always looking for, like, who can Alistair work with that will elevate him? The answer, I think, in the short term might be someone like Seth because at least It's that's... not about the work. I think okay. what wrestling lacks today is they already bought the ticket. You don't need to do 100 dives. Yep. Save that for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Let's tell a story. No, Let, I agree. Let's make yep. people care and want to see the match. Nowadays, because uh, it's three hours, you know, because WWE gets extra revenue for that third hour... You jump right into the match right after commercial break. We're gonna have it. Oh, like out of the blue, someone will come out and interrupt, and then the match starts. It, it's the new formula of the way they present wrestling is. Uh, it's tough, and I think part of it is also that they're filling five hours of TV every week, so they need these matches to do it. But yeah. the things that stand out for me right now, there's there's pretty much three feuds that stand out. It's Randy Orton and Edge which I think has been flawless because literally he beat up Edge. We haven't seen Edge since. They brought back an attraction that's 50 years old. And, but it's working. I, I Honestly, Edge, is in, he looks like a million bucks. He does. And um, if he can wrestle, he should wrestle. Yeah, and I, it seems like him and Orton are on a fast track to WrestleMania. Maybe before, but hopefully WrestleMania. But that's actually... Yeah, no, 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 that's definitely happening. Yeah, it's actually an example of long-term storytelling. The other thing that kind of popped up the last couple of weeks is Shayna Baszler coming to Raw, challenging oh, yeah, Becky. That. She's going to have to earn it in the chamber, but it seems like this might be a slow burn opportunity for them that could be an exciting match. I mean, this is how you book WrestleMania yes. every year. You, like, you tease it in February and build it to the end of March, and you can start to see the, the seeds planted for the matches. Obviously, they have a couple of pay-per-views in between. Which sucks. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they're taking that blood money from... Uh, <laughs> hey. You know, hey, Gold, your Goldberg back. loves blood money. I'll hey. tell you that. He's a oh, smart yeah. Jew over there. You know, takes one <laughs> to no one. But, uh, you know, if you'll, you'll come out and fight Loose the Fiend for uh, 300000 too. You know what I mean? So that's what I want to talk about next is because this is something that it, it's happened really quick. But at the same time, I kind of like it because in this world where everything else is looking forward to WrestleMania, this is one match where maybe there's like a 1%, even if it's just 1%, seed of doubt that... What if they do pull the trigger on Goldberg? They won't. They, but, won't. Uh, they won't, but there's that thought in your mind that it might. If you're a little kid, you're right. But yeah. if, as a grown adult, I've seen, I, I know it's going Oh, but on. there are some grown adults that listen to this program that are scared about it. They don't think it's going to happen, but they have that fear of, like, we've seen it before with Kevin Owens. Do they do it again? No. I mean, didn't he spe- Goldberg speared the He stood fiend. tall on That's SmackDown. That's how wrestling yep. works as a formula. He needs to, like, Gold, part of the deal is we need you on the show. We, we, two dates, get 300000 We'll, sp- we'll, we'll let you go over prior to the show, and you know what's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. So what do you think of Goldberg being back in general? Because for me, honestly, I don't mind it that much because I know it's going to be a two-minute match. I don't have to watch him try to actually wrestle for 20 minutes. So he comes out. We get the entrance. Spear, you get what you jacket, want. You get, yeah. Honestly, like, it's, um, it's Disney on ice. You, you, you watch Mickey <laughs> do his triple axel, and, and uh, you get, your, you get your, what, what you came to see. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't want to see Goldberg wrestle 20 minutes. You really don't. Absolutely. And, and like, there's got to be more wrestlers like that. Braun Strowman should never have that mm-hmm. long of a match. You know, um, Brock Lesnar usually doesn't. Brock so. Lesnar is another one. They, they should. Not everyone should have a 25-minute match. Back in the day, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels would be the workhorses. The, the guys on top, Hogan. Yes, at the pay-per-views, they'd have a longer match. But... Most of their matches, like a Hogan, would be a Saturday Night Live storytelling match to get to the next logistic A to B to C to get to the pay-per-view kind of deal. Uh, They should protect the top guys and make them special. So I want to transition now to the other top guy in that feed. Uh, well, we're doing feed. it real quick. We're just like a buffet line of oh, wrestling. Of course. Over. Why not? He's got to keep throwing stuff at you. The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Obviously, he's taken the wrestling world by storm. What are your general thoughts on him, and where do you think he's headed towards in WrestleMania? Honestly, that's one of the slow burns they did right. That's yep. what, um, with the vignettes, kind of old school, You know, whether it's Razor Ramon, Ted DiBiase, even on the the lower tier in the 90s, like the Men on a Mission, Smoking Guns, they all had a bunch of vignettes that made you interested in seeing them actually wrestle. That's the art. I want to be interested in seeing them wrestle. Mm-hmm. I want to pay a ticket. When you see them wrestle all the time, you know. Uh, it devalues them a little that's bit. That's it. And even like stupid storylines like the Otis, Mandy Rose thing. Like, it's good. You, you want to see what's going to happen exactly. next. Exactly. And they, they, didn't even, they don't wrestle. It's it, it, like it has to be. Like fifty fifty, because mm-hmm. like when you, you when you wrestle, it makes it the pay per view is less special. You exactly, know? you know, and you've seen everything you know over and over again. You That's know? one thing is uh, our guy Nestle is always very critical of like the six man tags because you're taking like six people and you're just having them go out there. The match means nothing, and they're just wrestling for thirty minutes and just like doing all their moves, and you're seeing it every single week. It's just so then. When Wait, you, you mean to- that opening segment on SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, you want to talk about that? I mean, I'll talk. I'm here. We'll talk about anything and everything. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of frustrating for me with the SmackDown tag division because they have a ton of good tag teams. Really entertaining tag teams. Usos are good. Yep. New Day are good. Yep. Miz and Morrison is interesting. They're at least back. Ziggler and Rude's a weird par- pairing, but it works. They also have the Revival and Heavy Machinery guys in there. But, man, it's just like every week now we're getting like the teams come out. They're cutting random stupid promos on each other. Then they're just wrestling like eight-man tags. It's a bad formula, but, um, you know, uh, Usos are doing better than ever. 
New Day is kind of stale. I think they're waiting for Xavier Woods to come back so Biggie can turn heel. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually think they're going to have going to happen? I mean, because we've been thinking this forever. Why do you think now would be the time to do it? Now is not the time. Once Xavier Woods comes okay. back, um, you know, because you got to things have to change mm-hmm. or get stale. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of the only things that they never changed was the Cena heel turn in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince won't do it. Didn't do it to Hogan. He had to go to WCW. But um, things have to change in order um, to avoid, you know, things sucking you know honestly they should have turned roman reigns for a little bit mm-hmm. i agree with that um you know obviously cancer helped him get over again yes. not you know it's you know unfortunate but the truth mm-hmm. uh, it's part of the deal you know that's how you tell a story it doesn't have to be every every six months like the big show mm-hmm. but um <laughs> you know if you make it count you're gonna make it count um you know then you can tell a really good story Okay, and you. So the point I want to hit on here is that you said you think Big E is going to be the one. If I had to put a gun to my head, yeah. Okay, and do you think that would be something that could finally launch him into the main event scene? I mean, that would be the hope. Okay, because I think a feud with especially Kofi, given what his past year and how beloved he became, I think that could really work. And then Xavier's just the wild card in there too. Managerish, but can still wrestle. Yada yada. So I got to get a gimmick in here because we're still in the shine. Uh, always in the shine. Yep. You mentioned on it earlier, uh, Mandy Rose. Yep. As we've talked about, this has been an exciting storyline the last couple weeks on SmackDown. Last week, uh, this past week, they didn't really do as much. It was kind of like Tucker confronting Mandy and Sonya Smart. backstage. Yep. Uh, Sonya, our Nestle, Detective Nestle, as we like to call him, thinks that Sonya's the one that might have sent the text message to try to break them up because she doesn't want this Otis Mandy thing to happen. Yep. So she might have sold it well in that segment. But then obviously we see later Dolph Ziggler still oh, yeah, coming Maybe out. they'll feud then, those two girls. Yeah. They've been teasing that for years. When they get back together, then they almost did like a lesbian angle with yeah. them, but now they didn't. Honestly, um, see, you care. It worked. Yeah. They a got lot of you. moving parts. You know, so like that is how you have to play it. I think they do a better job on Fox than they do on the USA Network in regards I agree with to that. Like yep. Bruce Pritchard's over on uh, SmackDown. It's tough. The three hours on USA and Fox wants all the stars for the most part. So it, you, have, you have three hours of uh, guys who are not the attraction, so to speak. Some uh, of the more like indie wrestling type like guys that they have signed. Like yeah. that's why we've seen Alistair and Buddy Murphy getting that's signed because Heyman is those guys. But SmackDown, you're right, it has. The Roman Reigns. It has the Fiend. Goldberg comes back. He's on SmackDown. So it, it, and the New Day's on Cena's SmackDown. Going Daniel up. Bryan's on SmackDown. Cena will be on SmackDown yeah. this Friday. So yeah. like, it has to be more star-studded. Fox is paying a top dollar, and and then you know Fox will cut them like a fish if they don't get what they want. You know That's true. I mean? They do have a big relationship now, though, with the XFL. We've seen though too. So they're these they're really in bed together. It seems like at least for the time oh, being. Hope they're, hopefully they're wearing a condom. <laughs> Uh, so the other thing I want to hit on here is uh, Daniel Bryan. He's uh, our guy in WrestleMania's yep. favorite guy. Yep. And you know, it seems like whatever he does, he's over. People just love him. Right now, these last couple weeks, he's had a mini feud. Like, I guess you'd call it a feud with Heath Slater. Yep. Uh, Drew Gulak inserted himself into it. Something I think that's at least fun for short term. This is the kind of stuff that I'm looking for more is just... Yes, we have the big feuds, but the big feuds get stale. If it's like Corbin and Reigns fighting for four months in a row, it gets stale. But what I like here is like two or three weeks of like something small. It also elevates these other guys. So I was curious your thoughts on their use of Gulak and Slater, along with one of their bigger stars, Daniel Bryan. I think um, Daniel Bryan's 
friends with Heath Slater. He is. He's helping out a buddy. And, um, you know, it gets discouraging if you've been there for 10 years and you're sitting in catering. You know, and Heath Slater can wrestle. Yes. And um, he can be entertaining. So if you if you slide him in when necessary to have one of these small little feuds, uh, the in-betweens kind of thing, I mean, that's the right play. They should have more of those tier ball players, so to speak, mm-hmm. on the team that can you can slide them in. They're little vets. They're not they're not the major attractions, but in comparison to Disney on Ice, you need seven dwarfs too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's something that they really lack. Is it's my frustration pretty much with almost all the shows except for NXT is that it's the same people every week, and that's great because I know you want your stars on TV, but how are you supposed to make us care about these other people when they only pop up once a month? You're not wrong. Uh, vignettes, backstage segments. Yeah, but they, the they don't utilize those enough. It's usually for the same guys. It's like on Monday we'll have a Seth Rollins promo, then Seth Rollins will be backstage, then they'll do a recap of Seth Rollins, then he'll have a match, yeah. and then there'll be another. It's just as opposed to why don't instead of that random recap promo, we throw someone out there who we don't see as much, even if it's like – and not even have a match. Like, the art of wrestling, like, have a backstage segment. Yeah, why don't... And, like, why, yes. why does every backstage segment have to be in the arena? Like, why can't they be... Show their gimmick in a, in a supermarket or mm-hmm. walking down the beach or... Why does everything have to... Like, they, it's, sometimes it's contrived and they pretend it's at a restaurant and you can tell it's backstage. Yeah, which, honestly, I'm fine with that stuff because it's, like, at least they use props. It's a different look. <laughs> they Or they can go re- bring a camera crew and... Earlier that day at ten in the morning, filled something off location. Yeah, you know, like they used to do. I, I don't, I don't disagree. I just yeah, I hear you. I feel like they're more on the whim with a lot of this stuff, and whereas back in the day they were, there was a lot more pre-planning for this stuff. Where You're I think now wrong. it's just like, oh, what, uh, what should we do? Oh, let's do this. Yeah, for whatever reason, whether it's too many cooks in the kitchen or whatever, but that's what it seems to be, at least from my perspective. That's it. If there was things that little tweaks that would need to change in my eyes to help make it more real or entertaining those little tweaks like going off the arena set so to speak mm-hmm. or doing you know those are the, the nuances that they they miss that they used to do back in the day all right so something else on smackdown was we had a number one contenders match uh between carmella and naomi um this match happened wasn't the most pretty thing I've ever seen, but we did have Naomi winning. She seems like she's in line for a big push. She's got a new look. She's still got her same entrance. But she will be challenging Bailey at Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, which is exciting. This is, I think, the first women's title match over there. But uh, what do you think that this is a time where Naomi actually could become the champion, or do you think Bailey's just going to keep running as a heel? Who cares? Okay. I mean, but, but, I don't. I don't. But but to be disagree. honest with you, I, I think Bailey's doing better than I thought as a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, Still not. Com- not there yet. Yes, but you know, getting better. Some some weeks I think okay, she might find something. But then there's some weeks where I'm like, yeah, she's still ironing it out, untangling yeah. the knots because like she was such a over baby face for what she was, and yeah. she's not as heelish, down you know, evil as she was nice, so to yeah. speak. And so, I do give her credit because. A lot of times when you do a character change, some people don't change their look. She changed her look completely, her changed her entrance. Like yeah, she, she had, had to. Yeah. So at least like like the aesthetics are there. It's just now it's more the comfortable factor. Yeah, we'll see where Sasha Banks ends up in all this. Kind of like the Mandy Rose deal. Like eventually you, you pair people up to separate them down Absolutely. the road. Absolutely. And we know the history they have. A lot of people are a big fan of that. Is that something that you think could happen in time for WrestleMania? Um, 
it might be rushed. Uh, I, I I say it happened like at a SummerSlam okay. in Boston kind of thing. That wouldn't make a lot of sense because SummerSlam is in Boston. This you year. know? Yeah. But I do think that Naomi does have a lot of momentum. And there is I a heard, chance. I uh, heard Bruce could... Clay and, and Cameron might be coming back or something for wrestling. Really? No, did, did you hear that? I, I heard something of that. Go uh, on your iPad like type Bruce Clay. I, I heard Cameron was trying to make a comeback. Or something but... along those lines. I, 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 I scrolled through it on the Well, it is sheets. in Florida. And uh, Naomi is. She obviously she's she, she, uh, she had the Miami big Heat moment, leader or something. Yeah, and she yeah. had the big moment in Orlando a couple years ago where she won that match and won the title there. So they could definitely do that again because I would say I don't know is she, but she, is she over, over, over? Because like she seems, she, I mean, she's really athletic. She has that little, um, you know, the good cool entrance if you're a little kid. Yeah, um, and I think I, that's part of it. Because SmackDown has like SmackDown's a lot more, I think, geared to the kids. Yeah, it's smart. I mean, for sure, which is why like Roman Reigns is over like Rover, Braun Strowman's over like Rover on those shows. I mean, over like Rover is uh... in today's terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like their pops, they're they're loud for the two million people that watch. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to seven million people oh, watching. Yes, it's not. It's I don't think it's ever gonna be like it was. Especially now, because back then it's like. Did you hear the rumor that um, Amazon? Is, might potentially buy the WWE eventually. I, I mean, no, did you read? Did you, like, did you hear that? I've rumor? seen there's tons of stuff. There's also that Vince might sell his pay per views to ESPN. That's like, another one. There's a ton of stuff going on. Would you, I mean, what do you think of that? I mean, I think they got to be careful with how many options there are for wrestling, with yeah. how much they're raising prices and moving stuff around. Because I'll be honest, if pay per views are on ESPN, I, I heard the pay per view might be like you sell it to Fox, like the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they'll have commercials and. You know, but they'll get paid. But I'm just saying you're devaluing your WWE network because the main. I don't. I honestly. You're already devaluing it, having uh, three hours of raw. Like they're they're, they're saturating it. Oh, absolutely. But I, but I'm saying like even more now. It's part of the appeal of owning the network is yeah. that you get all these things not really for free. You're paying ten dollars a month, but you're getting the library and all these live events. If yeah. you take off the live events, why am I paying ten dollars a month? Because then they'll 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 probably if if they remove something, they'll add something like an evolve. Like honestly, like but re- do I want to keep that's what I'm. I think a lot of yes. people have the conversation. There's, two million, there's a one million. How many subscribers would you say? One point five no million. Idea. So those people are hardcore diehard fans, kind of like you. You have but a I, podcast. If, if they take the pay-per-views off the network, I might cancel my network. They'll, they'll keep the B, the B shows on there. You know what I mean? It's a tough sell. I'm just For saying tough sell. I, there, there are definitely They will definitely lose people. Maybe they make enough money selling it to ESPN that it doesn't it matter. It. I mean, but, if they were to do it, it would be a calculated risk that would, that would offset the difference of people, the, the people who would drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't go in it to lose. You know what I mean? They did do the mathematics behind the scenes and... Say, hey, if we get $5 million from Fox, you know, how many subscribers will we lose? And uh, they'll, you know, they're not stupid. They are running a business. That's true. The business side, I think they are very, very smart. Except for they fired all their executives. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly pretty common in a lot of businesses. I, I wonder why that happened. I mean, what did, uh, what did Chris Carter say? Everyone needs a fall guy? Literally. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, we had some fall guys there. Probably. You know? That would be my guess. Um, the other thing that came out of SmackDown, uh, the Bellas are going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, do you have any thoughts or cares about this? It seems very soon for me, considering they were, what, wrestling last year? But they seem to just pick and choose whenever they want to do stuff. Here's how it works in uh, wrestling politics. Dan- guess who Daniel Bryan's married to? Yeah. They have a kid. Um, they, they had a successful show on E! Yeah, absolutely. Um, that helped scale or branch out uh, female fans into the watch 
SmackDown mm-hmm. or Raw. So, you know, it makes sense. That- I think it was a matter of time. I was just surprised that it's now, which I'm sure that they want the crossover. There's always a business reason. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that segment I thought was pretty horrible on SmackDown. Um, it was what it was kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And they, they also teased bliss the first ever women's female talk show like so she'll yeah. be in the hall of fame like if she, she, if she honestly i'm a big fan of Alexa bliss i think she's pretty great. Girl. she's one of their better yeah. people on the mic in general i think yeah she, she, she yeah no i agree she but, she'll be a hall of famer too if she quit tomorrow well yeah i mean she's she's already had several championship reigns she'll definitely probably have more because yeah i mean she obviously made her hay as a heel but as of now she's just people just like her she's likable she has pigs too apparently that's like a thing did you ever have a pet pig um, just a roommate. It's an old roommate. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Um, so the other thing I want to <laughs> such a dick. Uh, Renee did a backstage interview with Lacey Evans. Um, these are, I think this is kind of getting at what you were mentioning earlier of like, why not do this like something else? I think they try sometimes to have a different look in these interviews, but for me, these always come off kind of forced. Um, and you could tell it was like literally backstage yes. with a drop background. Yeah. Like, you know, it was literally happening next to the basketball hoop for that <laughs> Phoenix Suns. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my question about her is obviously we've seen her go through a gigantic shift in character. She was coming off of like last year being like this big heel. Yep. She was like, she called people nasty. Yep. She was like a bullying people. Then all of a sudden they just flipped the switch, which yep. they goofed. This was natural at some point that it would happen because she's a former Marine and her story is they actually. Goofed. Incredible, but yeah, they... They didn't have a story to, yeah, to turn a baby. They like, just did it. Back in the 90s when I was a kid, everyone had a story of why. Like, there was a why. Yeah. There was, like, a lot of times in the last five years when, when there is a turn, there's no why. Like, mm-hmm. Remember, like, for instance, I'll go back to the Braun Strowman with the 10-year-old. Made no why sense. did he turn heel six because months Because they needed someone for Roman Reigns to fight. I get it, but, like, what was... In, in fake kayfabe land, why did he turn heel? I couldn't even why? tell you because like, it wasn't effective. So, like, they ch- like little tweaks. They have to have a why for every move they make on the show, not just because they needed someone. Yeah. It should be. And that's what why it appears like. This? Hey, we're going to SmackDown. We need someone to feed with Bailey for a few months. So, Lacey, just, you know. Turn, but, turn baby face. Yeah. But, but if you actually organically turn her or give her a why, okay, now that makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, instead of just sitting there pleading and apologize, like it was like it was kind of like an apology like uh, interview. Yeah, that's why I, I never like those because they always they, it was forced. It's one of those things. If they're forced and we feel like it's forced, why are you doing it? Because it's not Lacey's. Why are they doing it? Because they goofed a, yes, a month but ago. It's and now also that up. for me, this is I think kind of the disconnect they have with their fans is that Lacey can just be popular because, like you said, you tell her story, she's gonna be over because her story as a real person is really incredible. So. Why are you trying to force it extra down our throats? That's when people the, yeah. turn. That's what they did with Roman Reigns. That's what they do a ton. You can like li- make the list, and it's just now, now she's kind of in no man's land. It appears that she probably will be working with Sasha Banks, um, yeah. whenever that happens, and because so, they had the that, that's before. why that, that answers the question on why Sasha won't face Bailey at WrestleMania. It's too quick. They have uh, Lacey Evans in the middle of it, so mm-hmm. SummerSlam, there's, you know, we'll give it time and have it all make sense. Hopefully. Okay, so do you think that Bailey at WrestleMania will probably be Naomi then? Something schmozzy will happen in Saudi Arabia? Because if not, it's like you're looking at SmackDown. There's some... Oh, is the winner of that match in uh, Super Showdown um, so facing it, Bailey at, at, at WrestleMania? I'm, so it's very unclear because in that interview, Lacey also said she was going to the Elimination Chamber, that, which so, so they that, haven't announced on that. that. 
because um, the, the blood money is just a, a super yeah. house show. Yeah, so my guess is that Naomi will pro- could actually, though, win in the chamber. It's her or Lacey, I think, makes the most sense on SmackDown, unless if they do do Sasha. Because besides that, you're talking Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Carmella, I think Dana Brooks on that show. I don't think Dana Brooks going to fight Bailey at WrestleMania, just a guess. But um, the one problem, thing weird about an elimination chamber is we already know the Raw woman have an elimination chamber, number one contender. SmackDown woman hinted at it. And then Sheamus also had a backstage promo where he said he was going in the elimination chamber. So it sounds like we might have three elimination chamber matches on one card. I don't know. That seems like a little much for me. What do you think? I think um, there's a little much of wrestling in general. <laughs> three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown. Uh, two hours of NXT, two hours of AEW, and then specials, and then if you watch other stuff. That's, that, that answers that question. They don't, they don't get... So let me ask you this, because obviously as a fan, you're, you're 35 now. Yep. You're not a kid anymore, but you yep. still enjoy wrestling, but you obviously probably don't watch everything every week. What is the one thing, one show a week that you don't miss? Because I think I know what you're going to say. Um, I stole your password and watched the Ruthless uh, Aggression. There you go. Okay. I like the documentaries. They're doing another one in March on... God damn! I saw. I saw. I do love those specials. Yeah, yeah. Well, March fifteenth, they're doing another one. Yeah, you know I can't remember. Up? Yeah, but those are. I mean, their production is world class. That's what's gonna get or keep the subscribers. Because when I was uh, before the network, we had. I bought every DVD when I was in my early twenties, late teens. Of, you, you had know, hard drives that we used to watch yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like those documentaries, like three-hour retrospectives and. You know, like the sports century, so to speak. Yeah, I like the twenty fours, where it's like behind, like they're going through their journey of like how it all went down. Like, I like I think the those untold ones. The untold. Yeah, those are good too. Like that's the stuff that they need to make more of um, if they're going to give up WrestleMania to ESPN or Fox. Mm-hmm. So one thing that's been interesting is we've seen AEW do it. They've had. Those type of packagey type things, obviously not like our documentaries, but we've seen like maybe a six minute Cody feature that yeah. they'll air on Dynamite, and I really like that stuff because it's something different. Yeah. WWE is more of like recap packages. Yeah. Do you think that they should implement more, of that, especially on a Raw where you have three hours? Maybe like, hey, we have this five minute feature about something, run it on the show. I mean, they do from time to time, and then they air it four times on the pay per view. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I mean. It's more of like a recap hype package as opposed to like, you know, like a taking you in the life. Whereas like Cody's, it was like, it was like going through like. Yeah, he was in the was, limo. Yada, yeah, yada. it was like unseen footage. Whereas like a lot of the packages on Ron Smackdown are like, this is what you saw last week or earlier tonight. Just edited together, which yeah, is great. It's just. It's, that makes you want to turn the channel. Exactly. It's repetitive. And that's. So between Raw, Smackdown, AEW, and NXT, if you could only watch one a week, which one would you watch? It'd be a, a uh, the only two I really watch. I have DVRs, so yeah, I have all of them. And then I, I fast the ones I fast forward through are SmackDown and AEW. Okay. Um, and then you'll see on Twitter or your Facebook news stream anything that matters on Raw or NXT or, or mm-hmm. all four of those. But like, I, I don't watch Raw anymore. I you, honestly, it's I run SmackDown. Like, they kind of flip. I think Raw's been better the last few weeks, whereas before SmackDown was really hot. When Can't it first do it. Fox. Three hours. Well, the problem is, is it's most of it's miss. Because, like, I, even for me, like, I do a podcast every That's week. That's what it is. You, you know. sit there for three hours week yeah. over week. And when I was a kid, it was must-see TV. Yeah. Um, you, it breaks your heart. Like, you're, like, I used to sit there, and towards the end of when I started to give up, I was sitting there, like, hoping and praying it would get better. Like, yeah. with the CM Punk, with the pipe bomb, I was like, yes, like, maybe... 
and then like they they give you a little like little crumbs here and there. Mm-hmm. But overall, like it's that's a big why waste I really like this Edge Orton stuff because it's something I do want to see every week. They've done a nice job using Matt Hardy, but it's just besides that on Raw, it's like I have these random tag matches that have no stakes. I have this random twenty four seven segment. Yeah, which it's, I just... it's WWE Nitro first hour. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's tough because I mean, great I... wrestling. But I, like once you see a dive, how many like yeah. a week after week? I am for very three hours and three dive, hours yeah. and the 10 hour pay-per-view and yada, yada, like you just get um, numb to it and it, yeah. and it doesn't. So like when they bust it out at WrestleMania, it's like, Oh yeah. Um, the one show that does stand out for me. And I mean, they go over to the top of it and we nestle and I hit on this. I last like week, uh, WWE backstage when CM Punk's I, on. I like that show too. Yeah. I really do. Cause it's, it's, CM just, Punk, it's I like different. it. CM Punk, like he's not paid by WWE. Yeah. So he like throws, like he's funny about it. You know, like, well, the thing that I love about it is that, He's obviously honest about everything, but when he likes something, it's like because you expect him to hate everything just because yeah. of who he is. But then when he comes on and says like that first week, he's like, "I really like the dog food thing with Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin." It's just like what? But he's like, because it was something different that you yeah. never do, and that's he's like, that's what wrestling is. He's like, the Attitude Era was stupid shit. But then he also bagged on it. Was like, where did the? It went too long. Yeah, like where the the dog food come from like yeah. you know what I mean well, like under the ring who has this dog food under the ring yeah. you know we, I mean? we get into this discussion every week and it's just one of those things it's like you're watching wrestling there's some of it where you gotta go into it with just being like you can't be too nitpicky I hear you yeah but it is it's I mean we're obviously adults now yeah um, it's a lot easier to do that as a kid um, but as grown adults, I think it's harder to trick us. Um, but I thought for sure that you would say that the show that you watch every week is AEW. Because that appears to be more geared to your type of fandom. Um, Honestly, I, 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 it, 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 out of the four, I guess, because I, I like Jericho, the fact that Jericho has no leash. Yeah. and um, I think that's part of it is an AEW. Those guys, they seem to have more freedom. But th- I think they're not doing a good job with the Kenny Omegas, the Young Bucks. Yeah. Like, um, Hangman, like they're not getting over the non WWE guys the way they they felt they could have. Yeah, they're because I, I mean the the two main feuds, like actual feuds, are Moxley Jericho, yep. Cody MJF, which I think have been home runs. Their women's division is hot garbage. Their tag division, like they have a ton of awesome teams, but it's just kind of like Who we'll cares? just do high spot matches every week, which yeah, great is entertaining. But yeah, you you go to the circus once a year when it comes to town. Yeah. Once a year to the acrobats, but like yeah, in person it's a great, but on TV every week, like I have a tendency to fast forward that stuff. When you've seen once, you've seen it all, and mm-hmm. uh, you have to tell like they have to learn to slow down and tell stories. Yeah, and I think one thing that you did mention, Hey Man Page, I was very critical was because I had no idea who he was. I, he, I had high hopes for him out of the gates. Well, when they started, first started AEW, like I didn't really know who he was, and he was obviously in the top spot fighting for the titles, fighting and all these big matches. I'm like, who is this guy? And I'm watching him. He's not impressing me, not impressing me. But I think part of it was like I didn't know anything about him. He was just a guy. He has. He doesn't have like a look that make like, like stands assumed, out. Yeah. So what you're trying to say is they assumed you knew already. Yes. Instead but of- the last month or so, this drinking gimmick, it's interesting. I mean, like when he's on TV, he like he makes me chuckle when they do that on their graphics. You know how they make the jokes. Um, it's something. It's I think they're starting to get somewhere with him. But it's like it's the same thing with like that Dark Order team, which I still don't really understand. But it's like all this stuff you're doing now. Think, why uh, didn't you do this at the start? Yeah, they're doing a bad job of um, introducing and. They're not. They're assuming the fans know who these people are. are, and that, yeah. was, that was their first. Which experience. many probably do, but I someone mean, like me, who many like five hundred thousand people, yes. maybe 
but die like, hard. Like people to, on the internet correct. know who they are. Yeah. Someone with a wrestling podcast. Yeah, I did, but I don't because I, that's, that's I don't watch that. I pretty much mostly watch WWE. I watch AEW now. But you really are that, the line. Like you should be the distinguisher. If you don't know them, yeah, um, they're doing a bad job. Yeah, and that's that's why from my perspective now it's like okay, Heyman Page has a little momentum. I don't love that him and Omega are the tag champs because just seems random, especially when they have like literally 30 tag teams that they call the best in the world, but it's just like... The guys that impressed me the most on AEW that I didn't know anything about, I knew MJF from like Chaotic and stuff. He could talk. And he like you don't remember a single match from MJF, but like you remember moments. Wrestling, exactly. The art of wrestling is about moments. When Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through the glass window, Stone Cold beer truck, moments are what people remember about wrestling. And moments can happen matches. in the match. It's just, but you don't remember the actual match. Whereas, You're right. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a story. Like when yeah. Shawn Michaels super kicked Ric Flair, I love you, I'm sorry, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, like that moments like that. And then Stone Cold, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. But overall, uh, you have to tell a story, you know, and not assume. You know, it, it, no one gives a shit about, you can, you, go, you like golf claps for a great, dive over the top rope but like it it's not memorable you won't remember it five years down the line yeah no i completely agree with that and um <clears throat> oh back to my point sammy yeah. sammy garvea Gavara, a, yeah. yeah i like him yeah i love the, the commercial gimmick where he has some the cue cards something, it's something. something it's extra and yeah you can tell he can actually wrestle he's young and um he's kind of funny you know he is. I mean? like he's a good sidekick to that's jericho it. that's yeah. it and like and um swagger like like not blinking yeah like stupid stuff like that you can tell like jericho has some input like oh, don't yeah. blink the whole time behind me. And that's why I want to That's segment. the weird thing about Swagger now, known as Jake Hager. Is that his real name? Well, at least his name. Yeah. Um, is that you could tell that he had capability of things in WWE with character, but yeah. it, it never happened because he always had this forced American, real American. I actually character. liked that, but it wasn't like main event status. But like, I it got we the people. Yeah. Like, but like it's funny that they should, like they know they can't do that or they want to move yeah. forward so like that sucked and like yeah. it makes you pop even though it was like the best thing of his career literally but yeah. <laughs> but it's funny that Jagger just like that sucked that yeah. was stupid blah 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 like he like because like a lot of fans probably felt that way too. well it's one of those things it's like he's different now and you don't want that to carry with him and you notice it worked because that stuff doesn't get chanted we'll see what happens when he I believe he's wrestling uh, Dustin Rhodes at. Uh, their their Revolution pay-per-view for the first time. He's making his debut. We'll see if some stuff breaks out in a singles match with him, but at least with him in the background, it hasn't been a factor. Yeah, no, I agree. But um, So where should we go next? What, is there anything else you're hot on? Because if not, I have a couple NXT questions for you. Um, shoot him. So Keith Lee. What are your thoughts on Keith Lee? Because he has taken the world by storm. Everyone, yes. everyone. No, no, for, Roman Reigns no, the, shook his hand. Brock Lesnar had the moment, like, who smart. the fuck is this motherfucker in the Royal Rumble? Like, for CM Punk Ru- wants wanted him to win the Rumble. Like, this, he's on people who watch wrestling. He's on their tons. Correct. In the wrestling bubble, he has um, a trajectory that you know he can be um, a player down like for the next yeah. ten years. And he, for a big boy, he can. He does things. He, no he one gets else light on his feet. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. Uh, you know, I did a couple of shows with him towards the end of my career, and uh, you know, him and Dijak put on some, some good shows, you mm-hmm. know, good matches. Like you can tell, like they've worked with each Their other. Their chemistry is really. I've good. been on shows where that I've seen. I literally. Dijak actually took your title away from you back in the day, didn't he? Yep. So. Yep. What about his growth? Because that's obviously how is that now? Honestly, How many years yeah, ago? He was. If I of all the 
chaotic, so I wrestled for Chaotic Wrestling, Tommaso, Taven, Dijak, Oni Lorcan, Warbeard, Hans, and Ivar. I thought, out of Flip Gordon, I, I thought out of everyone, I thought my money was on Dijak. You know, over, like, He's I, got the size. Yeah. You could definitely see him like in a main event picture. He also, the thing that surprises me about him is he busts out a move like every match where I'm like, how did he do that? Like those flips that he does, like a guy at his size to have the body control is impressive. I've, I've, I've caught him. I've caught him for a couple. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, we had some, uh, you know, some matches in chaotic uh, for the chaotic heavyweight title, and uh, he can do a lot. He's a, he really he is an athlete. He's a, he's, a, he's like six 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 seven, and uh, you know that's why my money was on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Tommaso has been doing it so long that he gets it. Yeah. Oh, for does, sure. You know what I mean. You can and, see it, like he oozes character. Yeah, like, like he, he just that's him in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean. Like. When things were going, starting to get good for him, like, you know, backstage he lined up a little, um, you know, but overall, like, the, the guy could always wrestle. He took it so seriously. And um, this, like, the a piece of the pie, this really is him. You yeah. Know, the black heart. Like, I've seen that side of him backstage. You and know I think I mean? those are the best characters, is it's not necessarily like, that's 100% who they are, but it's like them, like, turned up. That's it. Like, turn up, like, those qualities of them and, like, put it on television and it's. It's interesting because you can tell it's authentic and they care and they're into it because, I mean, him and Johnny Gargano have probably had the best long-term feud in a very, very, very long time period in wrestling. Like the story they told, it looks like they're going to have another match going on. But this was like a three-year feud where they were friends. They came in. They didn't have guarantees. They earned it. They reached the pinnacle as a tag team and then they had the big turn and they went back and forth. Then obviously Tommaso gets injured, comes back, and then... So honestly, like I know they have a 205 live show, but those two guys are literally the top 205 guys. Yeah, absolutely. They just, it's been happening to be the NXT main event. It's helped having Adam Cole too, who's of similar stature and all three of those guys. And now Finn. That should be 205 live. It should fire everyone on 205 live, except for Oni, of course, (laughs) and uh, have them, you know, that should be the 205 live show and have NXT as a real development. What I miss the most about NXT is Mm -hmm. everyone on NXT has been a seasoned veteran. I started, I wrestled, you know, I signed up for wrestling school 10 years ago and, they all were on the shows when I started. Yeah, they're like they're more groomed than half the guys on the main roster. So like, I I miss like back when NXT first came out, they had guys off the street that they ran through their machine. And I mean, that was literally like guy like Roman Reigns or Baron Corbin. A, like they were football players. They're like, hey, we're gonna teach you. What I thought the performance are what like the, the, I think it still is. I just think it takes. You're right. The on-TV product has become like that. They are like an equal brand with Raw and SmackDown in terms of the superstars you see on NXT could easily be competing on Raw or SmackDown. But it's just like I think they just they have so much talent that they just spread them out over three shows now. And unfortunately... Oh, yeah. What you want to was in March they're doing? They're doing an FCW documentary. Okay. See, I think that's cool. Because yeah. I love... Do you remember that show they had on their Breaking Ground? I thought that was an interesting show back in the day. Yeah, you used to watch it and I had... Uh... Walk out of the room. No, no, no. It, it, it was cool. It was scripted. Um, just anything yeah, like that. Even if it isn't yeah. real behind the scenes, if it like, if you perceive it as behind the scenes, I think it's interesting to people. That's it. It's yeah. reality TV. Because let, let's let's be real, especially with any sort of TV show or anything. There's some sort of script with everything. Nothing Correct. is 100 percent authentic. I, I was an extra at. I want to say Survivor you were, uh, Series. Officer Hot Dog as well. Uh, Money in the Bank, but uh, for, <laughs> it was, this is Survivor Series, maybe 2014, 15. I was an extra. And I was sitting at catering with literally all the girls, the Bellas, Natty, Nyhart. And they're like, oh, it's Sunday at 8.30. Our show's on. Let's all tweet. What episode is it? Yeah. Oh, it's the one when we did this. Oh. And they're all on their phones tweeting about it, like <laughs> tuning in an hour yeah. or, uh, on E, yada, yada. And they're all like deciding how, what to say and how to say it. Yeah. So like that right there, I was like, oh, the sh- that reality show is 
seventy yeah. percent scripted. That's reality shows in general, yeah. not just wrestling. Um, I had a question for you, but I completely forgot what it was about. Oh well, that's good. What a podcast host. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The nice thing about having Nestle is uh, he just kind of says stuff, and I throw him off. But now here I am. I can't just like throw myself off because then it's just like dead air. Oh. Well, uh, what, what else do we want to talk about? What other? What, you're the one with the notes. That's true. I mean, I, I don't really have. Get a lot in there, of dude. People, listeners to this podcast know I'm the one, the one with a lot of notes. But let's uh, let's actually talk about Super Showdown here. It's coming up on Thursday, uh, from somewhere in Saudi Arabia. Our boy Ray Ray is going to be there. He uh, wrangles cables and helps out with the camera work uh, over there. So he will be over there again. So keep a look. Honestly, out for it's him. all about the money because. Um, you know, I'm friends with Oni Lorkin, and yeah. uh, he told me he, he got his biggest wrestling check for being in a battle, that biggest bat Royal Rumble or Battle Royal. He got $28,000, and, and like they named every person in the Rumble except for him. Like They're like in the <laughs> ring at the same time. They didn't even mention him. He got, that, like, that's, he got thrown out like hey. a minute later and, and, and came home and looked in his bank account. $28,000 dropped into his bank I account. I mean, there were the rumors of what Goldberg and Brock Lesnar have been paid at these things. So, I mean, it's, it's believable. And for, honestly, for them, like... Shawn Michaels came out of retirement. Yeah. Is it a good... million dollars. Yeah. No, honestly, I guarantee... wouldn't be shocked if Goldberg's getting paid a million dollars. It could even be more than that. Who knows? Yeah. Like a Tyson Fury freaking went over That's and it. got a big paycheck for it too. Uh, but so I will say the positive of these shows is that they have this extra money where we know WWE has always had a ton of money, but when you have excess money is when you get things like your pyro and your extra stuff. So I think that's the positive of these shows. I is, think the positive is seeing like your old buddies back, the Undertaker. Oh well, yeah. You know the Goldberg, the uh, you know I bet you Sting wants to come out of retirement and get that million dollars. You know what I mean? I, I, if I was 50 surprised. years old sitting on the sidelines and like doing the indie shows for t- oh yeah I take know. it you take that paycheck in a that, second absolutely it. you'd love it Hogan and Flair and the uh, weren't they like managers in the corner yeah for a five on five yeah that was a rough one hey they took the million hey each. you know yeah and, and it got the job done yep. made made the princess happy cash the checks I um, think um, Rick Flair I think the story behind that one is uh, Rick Flair was pissed off that. Becky Lynch took the man thing and tried to sue her. Ah, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. shut up. Here's a, here's 1.5 million. Shut the hell up. Drop the lawsuit. Okay. Do you, do you wasn't there a lawsuit? Yeah, there was the, yeah. there was, but then it kind of like got brushed away. So you I'm know, assuming they settled that and, and, and come, come to blood money. Yeah. You know, and, and we'll uh, cut you, know, you a fat check. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. So we do predictions on the show, so we'll do them for fun. Uh, tag match for the WWE SmackDown tag team championships. The new day defends against Miz and Morrison. So I'll ask you, Mark, who you got? New champs? Is this uh, for the Super Showdown? This is that Super Showdown for the titles. I, I, I can see Miz and Morrison going over. You know, um, the, the problem I have with them is the last time John Morrison was in WWE, didn't he get stretchered out? Oh, that's all forgotten. Forget about yeah. it. They, well, they, what they kind of did is... it's What they do? I want to hear it. I honestly, I don't remember. Because like, I, I, Morrison's like, never been a guy that I've been keen on. I have to find myself defending him on this podcast. I actually think he Nestle looks like a million bucks. He can, do a, he can do a lot of cool shit. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah I, he just, there's some of his stuff is a little... I think he lacks the it factor or yeah. like some chari- level of charisma, but he's trying. You can tell he's trying. You can tell he's trying, and I think it helps having a guy like The Miz with him because The Miz is just so over the top that he can kind of feed off it a little bit. However, for continuity purposes, 10 years ago when he exited WWE... He got stretchered out, yeah. and like they literally like made a big deal out of it. Did you watch wrestling back then? I did. And he literally got stretchered out and had like the neck thing, the orange yeah. neck. Thing. Like 
They made a big deal and you never saw him again. They did. They did never mention it. And it was even like a parody. I think Zack Ryder was doing his YouTube show. Like he went in a limo and exploded. And that was the last time we officially saw him because they're like friends. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, That's honestly yeah. the only thing I remember. I don't even remember the stretching that well, but I remember yeah, that. Yeah, go back and when you're bored and watch John Morrison's last match. Yeah. It was, um, they did never mention it when he came back. It was just like, oh, he's back. He's been gone for so long. And didn't no. he just open Mrs. Door? Or, or like the Yeah, it was a kind of like I just like, yeah. He a, was, cold, a cold open. Yeah. Thing. And that just was like, okay, he's with the Miz again. And they turned heel and here we are and i think they're going to be new champs I... but there goes let's go back to the point like continuity and logic and logistics a to b you know why do they turn braun Strowman heel yeah where's the why are they back together if if, if, if wrestling they're if they just wanted... if the, the way they sold it at least the way i perceive it is that they're just friends um no, the, Miz, the, way, the... the Miz has said in his promos that he's the he like literally openly recruited to get morrison back here so at least like it's 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 small steps, but it's at least it's if you're a 35 and you've been watching 20 years, yes. week after week, three but hours. But if you're a 17 year old who was what seven when this happened, and you're seeing Morrison, they at least explain you're like, oh, him and Miz were friends, they were a tag team, and now he's. But back. they forgot that night that they he, he threw Marty through the window. Yeah, but, you know. So like, what I'm what I'm trying to get at is like, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. If you're five years old, <laughs> they were friends 10 years ago. You know, yeah. but but like. When the, literally, like I don't know if it's Vince McMahon or someone WWE is like, these wrestling fans are stupid. They'll they'll they'll. Take... That's the thing. That's what I like. I you're not the target. If you stretched me out ten years here's ago, the thing. here's the thing about you, Mark. Your name yeah. is Mark because yeah. you're even if you don't watch it every week, you're still gonna pay attention to wrestling because it's in your blood. You've yeah. done it, whatever. So they don't need to work on you. They're they're just literally like you're not in that demographic either because you're too smart for it. You yeah. know too much about it. Where a lot of people are just watching wrestling to have fun and watch wrestling. They're never going to pick up on this stuff. But, I mean, we watch it differently, especially you. You watch it even differently because you have so much experience with yeah. it. And, and then, again, going back to – so Miz is now a heel again? So yeah. He's a new big show? Well, so, no, they did it. Be, the, this, this I actually have a problem with because everyone who was feuded with Bray Wyatt except for Daniel Bryan has turned heel after. Like Finn Balor did it. Like all these people, like they've had a character change. And so the Miz lost to Bray Wyatt, like beat up his family, and then he got frustrated – and then he turned there because he was frustrated about it. And the fans. Dude, who did he on. turn on? The fans, essentially. For and Kofi, it was with Kofi because he, he after his loss, like Kofi was trying to like pump him up backstage, and Miz kind of snapped at him. It was kind of like the same device they did with Brian and Slater last week, very similar with like the frustration, like the backstage or whatever. What they're doing with Shorty G and Apollo right now, it's oh, yeah. all the same so Apollo's turning heel. Yeah. yeah, but that's essentially what they did with Miz, and then so, so the fans turned on him, so he turned. So on So they're him. doing it six times in one year. Uh, yes, uh, uh, that's the way they're healed. That's the, the same way every goddamn time. The biggest issue I have with wrestling now is there's so much of it. You guys seeing the same devices over and over, and especially on the same shows. Only thirty writers, and they can't, and they have yeah. one way of turning someone heel. Yeah. Makes sense. So the official picks, I think, for both of us are Miz and Morrison. Uh, next match is Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a steel cage. This is match number 8,000 for them. Yep. I would think it's just Roman Reigns, right? Yeah. I actually, you know, um, it's an unpopular opinion. Baron Corbin's grown on me for I like him a lot. what wrestling is today. He's one of the guys who gets it more than He's one of the, the true guy like, guy bad the guys that they have. Like, he's a true heel. He doesn't even try. He looks like shit to get like yeah, but I think that's part of it. Yeah, but like he like he he's missing something, but he 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 gets it. Yeah, I think he's taken the king gimmick and ran with it really well. I think it's getting a little stale now. It might be time to end it. Maybe after this Roman Reign thing that we do, but yeah. like he really the king of the reign is usually used for something like that. It works great with a heel. It worked great for that's him. That's it. So for for 2019 2020, like he's one of the better heels. 
So do you think he wins in a steel cage? Or no. You... Like, yeah. This is a this is a uh, go home. We're headed to Reigns Fiend at Mania. You think right? That's where I think we're headed. Roman Reigns versus the Fiend. That did they, seems did like they, the they never have match. that match? They haven't. They had. They fought in the past, but not with the Fiend. Did they have they planted any seeds? Not super much, but it's like... Roman Reigns look... was not on the show this week, right? Uh, yeah, they did a video package. So they got to get through Super Showdown, and then you'll yeah. see what happens. But most likely... I think that's the match that they would have, because if not, it's like we've already done Daniel Bryan like three times Yeah, now. who's left for the field? Exactly. And that seems like a mania. That could, that could main event, and I think people would be happy because it's two polarizing characters. And it'll be eight hours long, and I'll be uh, <laughs> sleeping, snoring, uh, six <laughs> on the couch, you know, but uh, that's another... We can... We can I, we got to pause right there. These eight-hour WrestleManias. Should They're they just, brutal. Let's just make them two days. Make it two days. No, I think Nestle's Or try that, yeah. How about at least try it? Well, how about this? Because this is something – because it's one of those things where – I mean, we sit on our couches sometimes during football season. We'll watch football for hours on end. Why not start WrestleMania like one or two in the afternoon? I agree. That way it's like you can have a party with friends and it's still over by like nighttime. Yep. But at the same time, it's also like you're not going to – you don't have to sit there and physically actually watch it. You can like be having with friends. Like you maybe the Battle up. Royals are yeah. in the background and instead of like – You can go get high out back, come back in, you know. <laughs> a little weed. Or in a bedroom and You know, uh, yeah, have Rick apartment. Rude, uh, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. Know. Uh, next match is for the WWE Championship. Brock Lesnar defending against Ricochet. I think this is going to be an interesting watch. We yeah, obviously like Kofi, know Brock's going to Remember win. Kofi versus Brock Lesnar in Japan? Finn Balor versus Brock at Royal Rumble a couple yeah. years ago. Like Brock works well with these guys, and I think this is an exciting matchup, but Brock's winning. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's with the contrast of big guy versus athletic guy kind of thing. And um, They tried it with Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania. It kind of sucked. Yeah, Dean. the problem is it's like, Dean is a different style than some of these other guys that have worked well with Brock, and it just it didn't it just didn't click. They didn't seem like it was Brock didn't seem into it either, which Dean has pretty much said that Brock wanted nothing to do with it. You know, yeah, but whatever it is what it is. So we both got Brock on that one. The next up is uh, this match is weird. Uh, it's a gauntlet match for the Tawak Trophy. Whatever that means. It's uh, AJ Styles, Andrade back from suspension, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R Truth, and Rusev in a gauntlet match. Um, I would imagine the contenders are probably Style, Rusev, Lashley, and Andrade. But, uh, and I think this is a good way to give AJ Styles something, especially if he is headed towards The Undertaker, oh, yeah, which is yeah. a hot rumor. So, you so that's it. your pick is AJ Styles? Um, if he's facing The Undertaker, it should be, yes, okay. to build him up. And what are your thoughts on that type of match at WrestleMania? If I'm Undertaker, I probably want to wrestle Oh, absolutely. AJ but if you're a fan, obviously, yes, we love the Undertaker. It's kind actually. of a dream match. Like, yeah, like if Undertaker was 15 years younger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, here's the tough. deal. It's a tough sell they for They don't me. build new stars, so yeah. this is what you get when you don't build anyone in the last 10 years. Like, they're starting with The Fiend, which is cool, and they, they broke Elias. Like, that guy was – like, honestly, he's still over for the 2 million views, but he could, he was scalable. They had a bunch of NXT scalable guys that they just cut him. They pulled the rug. Yeah. Nakamura, Elias, Braun Strowman. You know, you could, I, I can – Strowman seems, and, though, like if, if they want to pull the trigger on Braun, he's going to be fine. Because every time he's in front of a live crowd, but what, places on their feet. You're right, and that's why they're stupid. Yeah, exactly. No, he I, could have been the next Hulk I, Hogan. I, I I, I'm one of the biggest Braun honks there is. The night I remember I was watching my friends Billy and Ben, and he debuted with that entrance. It was just roar. I burst out laughing, but I was Dude, like, you met him with this me, is great. man. I did meet him. I have a picture with him. Oh. Good guy. He loves you, by the way. Uh, yeah. You again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Maybe someday he'll get you back in a ring and he can throw you around. You know. Did he throw me around? 
or uh, Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of you. You know, that was one of my favorite Raws. What was, was that leading into? It was like a break Summer apart. SummerSlam, too. Yeah, he like dick kicked you or something. You know. It was good. It's good. Good job by you. Yeah, great sell. Yeah, it was. Uh, so we both got AJ in that one. Next up is uh, the WWE Women's SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Bailey and against Naomi. We both kind of hit it on this earlier. Uh, I think that Bailey, Bailey's going to retain, but Naomi might win the match. DQ? I don't know. This just sounds. No, maybe they'll hug it out again like the last women's match. All right, so you're picking Bailey too. <laughs> well, fun. Uh, there's a Raw Tag Team Championship match that I didn't know about. Seth Rollins and Butty Murphy defend against the Street Profits. We haven't talked about them. What are your thoughts on the Street Profits? They're entertaining. Um, they're actually doing them right by not overexposing them mm-hmm. just yet. Okay, I agree with that. They're because um, like they will not last if you overexpose them. Yeah. However, if you do it, keep them light, keep it right, and insert them. Were necessary. Um, they're a better crime time. The the smaller guy looks like Eddie Murphy. Montez he's, Ford. He has charisma. He's he's taller than you think too. It's just Dawkins is so big. Like that's what's so impressive is like when he does his splashes. Like how much air he gets. Oh no, I was talking about his promos. Oh, his promos are electric too. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, anyone like you can train a monkey how to wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they trained me for Christ's sake. <laughs> that's true. You know, so um, <laughs> but I care about everything else. Yeah, you literally. They, they've created a... And these guys have everything else. Um, yes, but it can get old. Yes. Ask Crime okay. Time. Yeah, these guys are much better than Crime Time, I think, in terms yeah, of talent. You're right, but um, if you if you overexpose them, just like any other guys in NXT that came up and they ruined, yeah. that could happen here, but so far it has not. Do you think they win the titles at uh, Super Showdown? I would say no. No, because if, if especially if Miz and Morrison win, you can't have both. That's true. I also think that the Street Profits, that's something they could do at WrestleMania. Maybe they involve the Viking Raiders and AOP and have like oh, a yeah. multi-man match. And I think that would be more of a moment because with how over they are with the crowd and they like doing the celebrations in the crowd, that would be a cool WrestleMania moment. Yeah. yeah something that could, could go that. kick off the show early in the show. I can envision that happening. Yeah. Um, so the only match left is what I perceive to be the main event, and that is The Fiend versus Goldberg for the WWE Universal Championship. We pretty much said earlier that we think The Fiend's going to win, but what are your expectations for this match? Goldberg's going to kick his ass the whole time and slip on a banana peel. How long do you think this match is going to be? No more than 10 minutes. So you think it'll actually get that long? Because I'm thinking this thing might be 5 to 7, which obviously there'll be a lot of like pre-match stuff, and there'll probably be a lot like, of... You're talking bell to bell? Yeah. Yeah, 5 to 7 is right. Okay. But I'm trying to think. Like, I, I don't know exactly how Goldberg's going to slip on a banana peel, but he's going to... Kick his ass the whole time and then lose the match. So Nestle had an uh, interesting booking suggestion for them for this, and I'm curious your thoughts on it, is that you come out, Goldberg's big thing is spear, jackhammer over. <clears throat> so he does spear, jackhammer. The lights go out. Then, well, no, not even that. Then when he goes to cover, mandible claw. Out of it, like the moves did nothing, just mandible claws. And Something's going to happen. Like, yeah. like whether the lights go out, mandible claw. But as a fan, do you want a definitive like victory for Wired, or do you want him just to disappear and then be like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever? Because like, is... knowing WWE, they might pull that. Well, card yeah, because they probably your head, why the fuck did because why focus? Goldberg? We can't have Goldberg take an L, but it's one of those things. I think the way the fiend is, it's not going to hurt Goldberg. Goldberg anyways. will take an L for a million dollars. Okay, and so that's what I hope they do. Because the definitive win for the fiend over Goldberg, I think, is huge. I think he <clears> will <throat> pin his shoulders to the mat. He might cheat, yada, yada, something. The lights go out, he turns back up. He has um, yada. He'll trick, you know. Okay. With the trickery that that character has, yeah. anything's possible. 
So you're expecting some schmazzy schmazz that we like to say on this program. Um, yes. Okay. Did, like, I feel like one of the Super Showdown matches or a big match. It was like, that Seth Rollins one was a disaster. What happened there? It was the Hell in a Cell no with finish? the red. Yeah, and then they like they then he actually won the title. So no, at Hell in a Cell was the the one without a finish. Like, but then they finished it in Saudi Arabia, and that's where Bray actually won the title. For me, there's been too many times in the last five years where you watch, you sit and you, at the end of the match, either it's a bullshit finish or you say, what the fuck am yeah. I doing here watching this three-hour show? And this, and they, they, it's a cop-out, so they can do another match. Yeah, they insult you. Yeah. No, I agree, 100%. Um, so we can quickly hit on AEW, because I believe that is uh, Saturday. Um, do you think Moxley's going to win the title on Saturday? Because I think he is. I think this is the end of Jericho as Le Champion. Um. He can. I mean... That's not an answer. The problem is Jericho's... Whatever Jericho's doing is working. Yeah. But... but Moxley with, seems like the type of guy to beat him, though. With this story that they're doing, yes. I think pay-per-view, it's a show. It's one of the bigger shows. Yeah. Um, if, if, you know, if it's either Jericho's going to win and that, they'll wait to the next pay-per-view to, to give him the title or they'll hap- it'll happen now. Okay. But, like, again, AEW's problem is everything else. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, MJF Cody, that match is officially happening now. What are your expectations for that? They've, they've done an immaculate it, job building this match. I agree. Um, they, they're working hard. They're telling the story. Do you like, think MJF can hang with Cody in the ring to yeah. make it, like, a must-see match? Hanging, like, all you have to be is, is a 7 out of 10 in the ring. Okay. Like, it's everything else which MJF has. He, yeah. Besides height, you can't teach that. Um, but you, you know, he's still a kid, I think for the most part. Yeah. He seems very young. Um, and I think that, um, is it, can Cody not have a title match anymore? Or is this that's, part of the, that's the thing is, yeah, he can never fight for the title. Again. If he wins this match, can he, can he fight for the title? <laughs> There's again? no stipulation like that. Is there still time to have that stipulation? It's wrestling. They can always just, yeah. they can so, do something where in like a year it's like MJF eventually wins the title and Cody's just like, no, So I, here's what could happen. Okay. Um, either they're going to add the stipulation on Wednesday, and if there's no stipulation, MJF is probably going to go over to drag out the story to the next pay-per-view, mm-hmm. and it'll build till that stipulation gets removed, then Cody wins. What if, so this is something that I've thought about, is what if it's more of down the line where Moxley wins the title, yep. and then maybe over the summer, MJF beats Moxley for the title because he beat Cody and that launched him. Cody's Cody, whatever he's doing is going to be over because he's popular, but like say like, Next year at this time, MJF is still the champion, and then they bring back the Cody thing, and this is how they have him challenged for the title. Because they seem really invested in a long-term storytelling. Maybe it's not a year. Maybe it's six months, but it's one of those things where I don't. I think the Cody not fighting for a championship thing ends if MJF's the champion, but not if he's not. You know what I mean? Because I think that's how you bring the story full circle. There is, I can see a universe where um, that logic could happen, Yeah, um, but... Since wrestling is week to week and yada yeah. yada, like you know, it's gonna get hot shotted to like. That's true. You know what I mean. So, there is a alternate reality where that potentially could happen, but most likely, I I can't see MJF just yet with the heavyweight title. Okay, yeah, no, I think not he's in the near future. Go, yeah. But like, I I can see him down the road. It's kind of you know, um, you know, 
you can see it, you can envision it, but not just yet. He can do it with a promo, just kind of like what Jericho's doing now. He doesn't have the title for his wrestling. He has the title for literally everything else. The reason he's the champion is he's the face of the company. He's a, like If you're in TNT, you're on the inside of the NBA. It's Cody, Jericho, and Yeah, Moxley. if you're an NBA fan and you watched in 1999. You know who Chris Jericho that's is. That's it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why I think Moxley could be the one guy because he has more of that appeal. Maybe not for the next, more yeah, the next generation. Yeah. yeah for and the besides people. that is it's Cody. And then the next tier down is Omega, the young bucks. Cause like we know who they, they are need to scale and they need to figure like they, and again, they think people, the, the non hardcore watch being the elite and that's not the case. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I don't even watch being the elite. I will. If someone tells me there's something interesting, I'll flip it on, but I, 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 I used to, I'm friends with Flip Gordon, so yeah. um, he's on there and yada, yada, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll watch his stuff on there. But like, uh, they were funny because they were tongue-in-cheek and yeah. find the wrestling business. Yeah, which is always good. That's it. Yeah. All right, but before we give our final thoughts and have like just a final thing, I got to socialize our podcast a little bit. We're available on iTunes, Anchor, Google Play. Spotify, Stitcher, and archived on YouTube. So give us five stars, five flames, whatever you got to do. Say something nice about the show. We'll appreciate it. Jobberknocker.com. That's the website where you can find those links. But also, well, how, can, wait, let me ask you how, if they're listening to us right now, uh, why are you telling them where to because look? Because maybe they heard it one where, but they got to live it. And we also we need the five stars, dude. Oh, is that, yeah. so just tell them, like, tell them the truth. I will. And then Jobberknocker.com is also the website where you can find all the articles. That come from our staff with NXT, NXT UK, AEW, and yeah, NWA UK. Power. Oh, uh, yeah. Malonis is on Power now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, there you go. We're well, we, with Brian we, Malonis. We have someone writing about him then. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So you can check out the articles on jobberknocker.com. Do you watch Power? No. I read our articles, though, so I kind of know what's going on. You're sick. I, I can't watch everything, man. I got to draw the line somewhere. I watched the four. Honestly, like the art of keeping up with wrestling is like literally YouTube, five minute YouTube clips. I used to try to even keep up with NXT UK, but I can't even watch that anymore. If if our boy, uh, the real deal, B Cox says something good happened on there. I'll like scroll to that match and watch it, which mainly is Jordan Devlin stuff. Cause that guy's, you know, that wrestling regret YouTube channel, that guy had the right idea with his like thing. I think the ultimate wrestling channel, which I wish I had the technology, which you actually know how to do, but (laughs) I would love to do, um, five minute recaps of shows you know it doesn't uh, the problem is there's too many fucking shows yeah. but um that's when we do a r- podcast we on five minutes everything. and like yeah. edit for five like smack i mean five that's minutes. honestly the way a lot of people we obviously watch on dvr but some people like don't even have cable like they just go to youtube and they can watch like the top five segments from around youtube and you're filled in yeah you took don't it need 50, cable yeah took it 20 minutes yep yeah so that's that's something that i think they're getting better at is just like you can get this stuff anywhere, so take advantage of it, make money off it. Um, but also on our website, we will have predictions for Super Showdown from the no, staff. No, we just did that. No, yeah, from the entire staff. Oh. And also, there will probably be an AEW Revolution one as well. Maybe I'll put your picks up there too. How about that? No, please don't. We'll say yeah. So when you go oh and over fifteen, I know I, I lose enough money uh, with my bookie. I don't need I don't need more money taken. So Mark, if people uh, you know want to hit you up. On Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Is it at Mark Sherman? Yeah, but just don't. Sherman with a U and don't you forget it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm out of the game. I'm in great shape. so I. You want to make a comeback? Not really, <laughs> but. Never say never, right? That's it. I mean, I could. Uh, literally, I could, I, I could but I, there's nothing um, that makes me want to yeah, no, get hear. back in the ring. I, 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 did, I Literally, locally, I did it all. Yeah. Um, but 
I do. I, mean, you... I do miss getting the crowd going. I when I was a bad guy, I can get them to boo me. Yeah. When I was a good guy, I can get them to cheer me. I wasn't that great in the ring, but I, I literally wrestled all of them that, um, or from New England now on TV. Um, well, if people want to see some of your work, I know a lot of it's still on YouTube. Whether yeah, it's yeah, on... if you type the words Mark Sherman yeah. enter. Yeah, uh, there's a handful of stuff. Uh, He's also been on uh, WWE TV as well. As we said, as Officer Hot Dog, you've done stuff with the Bellas, Brock Lesnar. So you uh, might see his face and be like, oh, I think I remember that guy getting his dick kicked in by Brock Lesnar a few years ago. Cena beat me up. Uh, that's right. Cena, too. I dragged out uh, Big Johnny out of the building. Oh, that's right. Yeah. People power. People power. Yeah. That was a gimmick that worked. He, 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 see, it's all, about, it's all about the shtick and making yeah. people react. I remember. React. It. Yeah. I, it's one of those things like... I People remember. power. Yeah. I'm never going to forget John Laurinaitis because of that. That's good for him. And then, um, yeah, I, honestly, I had a lot of fun wrestling locally. It was my favorite show growing up. Um, graduated college, and I was like, fuck it. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me chase my dreams. You I didn't had, start until you were like 25. Five. Yeah. So you were late to the game. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of fun, and I had a lot of innate ability from watching hours of wrestling. It was, I was a huge fanatic, yeah. you know, from age five to... 20 you know and um you still are you just hide it well i i do watch a lot of the old stuff yeah you know i borrow your um username and password <laughs> for the network and um you know i i watch a lot of youtube to reminisce because like it's my childhood it will always be connect you know i'm I'll always be connected to wrestling i still talk to you know uh, mercedes you got and, tons of friends and, in the business and, yeah biff oni and um you know, Malonis, Taven, Eddie Edwards. So, like, I'm still – as much as I try to re- remove myself from um, wrestling, it will always be within me. And um, I just wish the shows were better because yeah. I, 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 I'm guilty as charged. Like, I sit there and it's on my DVR and I'll fast-forward through it like you do and, for you know, and uh, watch a three-hour show in 20 minutes and um, – I'm waiting for the day that uh, wrestling's cool again. Yeah. I think the one cool thing, though, about the wrestling nowadays, there be there is a lot of it, and it's overexposed, but it's also given a ton of people more opportunities. There's obviously a lot yeah, of people that... More people, more, more exactly. of my friends are making money. Yes. I just don't get how... I'm going to go on a mini rant. Go for it. Why don't people emulate the people who made millions? Whether it's like... I think the ones that Hogan, do are in the top the spots. Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold... Um, like, like that's who you want to emulate. I feel like everyone's, um, emulating like indie style of guys who are like a Cesaro who they repackage every six months. Yeah. And, you know, they love him. He's a great wrestler. He's an incredible wrestler, but, but like that in a dollar 25, like yeah. this is a TV show. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's an entertainment show with a background of a wrestling ring. Yeah. You know, and, um, they, a lot of the indie guys, they all band together and um, they have five-star matches, but um, they're going to be 50 years, old, 50 years old one day. And look at Hogan. He did none of that and he can barely walk. So yeah. it's one of those deals like like I know personally from you know hearing my friends, like you wrestle night after night, all those house shows, the travel, lifting weights, and like like Tommaso had a neck injury. He, his neck was brittle. Like I picked him up at the airport a couple of years ago on one of his last indie dates, and he was telling me like he's fucked up. And that was but like pre NXT. He just made yeah. He yeah. just got signed. And he's like can't get surgery now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm like this now is the time. Like you know I know personally Ivar, handsome Johnny, and uh, you know 
he was broken even in uh, the Indies, and you know uh, he can't be fully healthy. And yeah. the road and match after match, especially the way these guys wrestle these days, like it takes a toll on you. Like yeah. I still feel I have mild neck pain from wrestling school and wrestling locally. Yeah, those seven years. And you aren't you weren't even doing the high spots like I these made guys. sure. I, but <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I, I, you know, when I was a bad guy, I made sure I was the post in regards to catching people yep. for their dives and stuff. And um, I think wrestling school, you know. Um, takes a big toll on you because you're repeating bump, 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 yeah. drop down, leapfrog, hip toss, arm drive, big slam, you know, or like, you know, all, all the bump drills that we had. And, um, you know, once God pulls your bump card, you know, especially the way these guys go. Like, yeah, no, it's, it ends quick. Honestly, that's why, like, I, I respect, like, a Jericho. You said, I remember we talked on the phone prior to this, and you said that he, he kind of sucks in the ring now. Yeah, but it's like he's 55 years old, like you said. That's I agree it. with that. But yeah. it's just, it's, he's still able to do it. And I think that's why... For me, it's the way I look at it nowadays is we always see they have so much talent, so much talent. And the, re- the big reason to use it is just like, yes, it's overexposure, but it's also like, why does Seth Rollins need to wrestle every week? It's not good for Seth Rollins either, like as a character or as a human, like because we know they're already wrestling at house shows every weekend. So it's why not on a raw? Just he doesn't wrestle for two weeks. You build him in other ways. You build other people because of it. Use that time better. As opposed to just running, running the same people in the ground. Because you see it. Like, people break down. And then when they're out, they're out for, like, eight months. They sh- if I was, had any say in this, I would say that they would, like, they would work 10 out of the 12 months a year um, if they stayed Give healthy. them time off, I think, would be good, too. Like, yeah. two out of the tw- – like, every six months, you get one month off. And you create a storyline to get them off TV. Yeah. And they return again. Um, they do that well with I think some people like Randy Orton's a guy where he'll disappear like two he months he made enough money he can tell them to exactly get but so I like, think a lot of these other guys like they just want to keep working and I think it hurts you in the a long lot run. of these other guys also have wrestled for 15 years on the indies exactly and wrestled like like, like you know nut balls jobs. to the wall yeah, yeah. <laughs> like honestly ricochets of one move away from being in a wheelchair yeah I, I cringe a little every time I love watching it but I also like I'm scared for him one of these times like one of these times when he's 30 like it might be when he's 37 and not yeah, um, like where he's he used at. to do the flip over the uh, the ring post too, where he do oh, like yeah, the, the corner. It's like that. That's a scary one because you're not all you're also going out into a small flat surface. You know, it just there's a ton of shit that can go around there. It's just um, you, like eventually ca- it catches up with you yeah. when you least expect it. Like it might not happen now, um, but it will happen. Like, like there's it, a reason why. Let's put it this way: there's a reason why Goldberg can still come out and wrestle the same as he always has, and a guy like Edge had his career ended. He's yeah. back now, but like there's a like reason. What did Edge did? How many dives did Edge was? He had some big matches with Cena yeah. and stuff like that. But, but it wasn't. He wasn't doing Jeff Hardy that's stuff. That's it. Yeah. And now everyone's Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Which Kevin Owens, like the Kevin the, Owens does that. Yeah. yeah. The two everyone's two hundred five live, no matter what size. Yeah. I'm shocked Braun Strowman hasn't done a dive yet. I mean, or has he? I he. he he does. I think he's gone off the top rope like once, and that, but he did it like once. And he made it, it count more, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I agree with that because so like, stuff's more impactful when you do it less. You know, uh, there's two th- like the the style of wrestling. Um, I think something's gonna give in the next twenty years. Like especially when you see a guy coming up, um, if someone's gonna like a draws incident has to happen, and yeah. then people will, you know, make do those big moves on the big shows, yeah, and make them make them count. I mean, you can definitely like Rey Mysterio got smarter about it, but how many times has he started and stopped? Yeah, like that guy was literally the number one guy. There's so many people that emulate him today. Yeah, and, with good uh, reason. Yeah, and he's, is he he's still on the show, right? He is. Yeah, he's. I think he's he's currently like quote unquote written off because of an attack. From so he might Angel have Garza. in his contract. I'm rich enough. 
I yeah. want a month off. Maybe bring me back mania. Yeah. Like when you use me when you want to use me, but I'm not singing catering. Yeah. And like they should have that philosophy. I mean, when you you have no leverage when you're when you're poor. It's true. You know, and I feel like the. I mean, that's one thing that these Saudi shows and AEW has done is I feel like it's raised the market price for all of these guys, especially yeah. in WWE. Because before, like, I think a lot of people would be stunned by how little money some of the people that they watch every week made. Yep. Yeah, I think they'd be, people would be stunned because I don't think they think about it. And it's also just like, the, especially with like the economics of it, of like, I think they have to pay for a lot of their own injuries and stuff. It seems like sometimes with... If so. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if they're on the clock or in their contract, I think WWE does take care of them. Okay. Um, but like you usually don't feel the injuries until seven years later. Yeah. Yeah. No, and that's, that's on part of it. It's like, yeah, you see it in the NFL, they tried, they're fighting for more of their veterans to have like lifelong things because things are popping up at 50 where these guys are dying and they need the help and they can't get it because they are poor. And the same thing goes with wrestling because it's another physical sport. Like you're, you need your back, your neck and your brains. Yeah. And like, like your body's not meant to do some of the stuff. Like yeah. that's why like they should take a step back and like learn to r- less is more like yeah. do the Hogan approach. And then but if, just cause you can watch Randy Orton that he's another, that, like, he's, he's like, he's like the, it. we thought we say it, talk about it all the time. It's just like Randy Orton is the most interesting on the show when he wants to be. And he doesn't do any of that stuff. And he'd like, there's, he can have this incredible match where he's not that physical. He actually might but he makes up, it look physical. He might end up being the most underrated, consistent guy I think of all time. I already think wrestling. he is. I already think he is. Like, I think that's, that's going to be his uh, legacy when he, when he actually decides to hang it up. Like, oh, he's the guy. No, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's the guy who was consistent, um, always had a good match, always made people care, and took a back seat when necessary and then came back in when necessary. And, um, and one of the greatest heels of all time. Yeah. He, I Maybe mean, the greatest. He was always number two or three for 20 years. Yeah. Which is um, a great feat. You're like a consistency in wrestling is awesome. And he just got it. Yeah. Like he was part of, uh, evolution. Mm-hmm. Was it legacy? Legacy. Um, that legend guy, killer gimmick is one of my favorite things ever that run. Yes. That was early, early bird. Uh, yeah, you know, so he's gonna end up watch, watch and learn, guys. In the next five, whenever he decides to retire, he's gonna end up um, getting that respect to kind of like a Kobe Bryant, like when Kobe Bryant passed. Yeah, like, not to make that comparison or anything like that, but not until they're gone. Yeah, a lot of people. It's just we talk like people talk about this with presidents. Like you can't really judge someone or be appreciative to what they did until like ten years later, at least, because it's just it's it's easier to look back than to see what's around you in the present. You're right. And like Undertaker was another one. That's why, like you said, he's 55. Well, that's like, why it's frustrating for me now because I can look back and I can watch him all day. But nowadays it's just like it hurts me to watch him, not only because I like he looks invisible pain when he does it, but it's just like it just is, it's different. You know, it's just he's not, an old man. Yeah. But it's shame on them for not creating someone. It doesn't have to be like the Undertaker, but like creating a monster. Like they have a factory. They, they're doing The Fiend. The Fiend, I think, they has need that six potential. more of them. So, like, yeah. So like three out of five are, are will last. It's yeah. like for every one you create, um, there's gonna be four that don't work out. So you yeah. have to like try new things. So like the Firefly Funhouse, they tried something new. Yeah. Try like they have like my like now more than ever now that they have a PC center, they don't try anything. Well, they just they just like they turn, have like a, they a, make indie wrestlers. They like super indie wrestlers. Yeah, they tag like like um like the who who are the Adam Cole's group. The Undisputed Era. Like, their their song literally sounds like the NWO mm-hmm. uh, mixed with, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme. Yeah. 
I mean, they're actually cool for 2020. They're wrestling. very, they're cool. Yes. For 2020, yes. But um, if if you stood them next to Kevin Nash, Hogan, and well, the, the, the same size, age, size is a big part of that. That's too. it. But is, like, that's why I like all four so of them together. Because NXT is a hell of a 205 live, <laughs> except for Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. You throw them on uh, wherever, you yeah. know what I mean? But like, and then what? I mean, while I still have you here, I mean. What is two? Like I don't watch two o'clock. It's apparently they still do it on Fridays. I think they tape it after SmackDown. Uh, your boys. So on you're it. gonna have the Rolling Stones come on and then play the opening local act afterwards. Yeah. Oh, that's the formula they had, and it's it's never. How's worked. that working? I don't know. It just it doesn't work. That's why I liked when they moved the cruiserweight title to NXT because it makes sense there. Oh, is, is that what? But the, the, it's the cruiserweight title for man that like Jordan Devlin's a champion. He's been on it before. That was who? Angel Garza and Leroy. Jordan Devlin. Watch NXT UK. He's incredible. Yeah. Educate can he, you. Can you get a promo? Yeah. He's a good heel. So you, I think you would like him. Because is he the two hundred five live champion? He's the no. He's a cruiserweight champion. I don't, I don't so even know. So it's not on two hundred five live. He might be at some point. No, no. I'm asking been. you. Like he's been on NXT the last couple weeks. So two hundred five live does not have a champion, and it's not a cruiserweight. It's champion. technically the cruiserweight champion, but I don't think he. I don't know if he's been on the show yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I don't know why they still do the show. They don't need it. They they have NXT. It works on NXT because that's the thing. All these. But guys, we're just thinking out loud here. I know it does. It's. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm literally just thinking out loud. It doesn't make sense. I can't explain it to you because it doesn't make sense. And you have it on after SmackDown. And you put on a guy with no build. It's their, it's their third hour. I don't. I'm, I, help me understand. I can't. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a good formula. It never was a good formula. I don't know why they still do the show. I thought when they moved the cruiserweight title NXT, they like, were done. Wouldn't that be the title of that show? It is the title of that show, but it's not always on that show. When's the last time it was on it? I'm probably Angel Garza or Leo Rush when they were champion. Jordan Devlin just won it at that World's Collide before the Rumble. And he, and he came. Who? He, he, Dude, I, I like put in my time to watch the current product a little bit, and I don't know that. Well, because he's been on NXT UK. You, know, you already said you don't watch that. If you watched it, you'd like him. Why don't you just bring the best of the UK guys they, into the WWE? They do. He's Jordan Devlin's over here. Walter's been over here a bunch. They Tyler Bates over here a bunch. They and that's the NXT's using them, but they still have their own show over there. There's wow, Regal shows. and, it's and more uh, shows. It's and more shows. Robbie Brookside really are doing a number it's on more Triple shows, H. Man, it's just they, it's more content. That's it's what so it's like uh, pumping out more content. The England's chaotic, but like it's televised. It's actually not bad. I haven't watched it in a while, but like their their shows that they do, like their takeovers, are good. They're very good. Like the they're, wrestling, they're like NXT. So, but when you watch those guys who are jabronis wrestling over and over again, like not stars, how about that? Like they're doing everything awesome. Like you've seen it once, you've seen it twice. And... Well, that, that's when we talked about this last week. When we talked about takeover, is I really love the beginning of that show, but the problem is by the end, all of everything starts to look the same. Every, like ten, like, uh, how many all fall? the matches are the same. That's what I mean. A, all the matches are the same. And like, it escalated to the point where there's literally 25 false finishes. Yeah. Which, if you want to do that once every one in a while for like a big match, like it's great. And if if you're trying to get back into wrestling, you watch that the first time. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. You watch it the second time, like I did, eh, similar to the last yeah. show. You watch it a third time. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, but there there is a giant part of the audience that just there's two million. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do. Two, they just they they're willing. They like it. You're right. It's, For it's, me, it's I. I like. I no like, matter what, I will like, like those matches. Like that, the Keith Lee Dominic Dijakovic kicked off the show. I loved it. Tegan Knox Dakota Kai was. But a where do you go? Violence where do you go from crank. there? But after that, Finn Balor and whatever had the Gargano had the same match, and then Ciampa and Cole had the same match on steroids in the main event. So where do you go from there? And you just they do it again. It's, <laughs> 
So if you have Stone Cold with a beer truck every week, you watch and then you AW, have the beer truck. AEW this week had a tag match that was balls I, to the wall, but it's like they I have the same. Match. They yeah. have the same matches every time with the Lucha Bros. Like they have all these awesome spots, but it's the same match every time. And like, why should I care about the Lucha Bros? I'm not big on them either. I think they're impressive, and I think they're incredible in the rain. But like, I don't. So is everyone else? I don't understand them fully, but that might be on me too because I don't. I didn't. It watch shouldn't them be on you. I didn't watch them before AEW. So if you're 30 years old and you don't understand them, I'd have been seven. That's true. But they had, they look cool, so a seven-year-old is fine. You got anything with a mask looks cool to a kid. Why do you think Kane was all our favorites growing up? I mean, it didn't help. I mean, <laughs> Same help. with Rey Mysterio. Well, he was involved in a storyline, and well, he was a big boy. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, like, talk about too much wrestling. Yeah. Did we, and I, I, we didn't mention MLW, uh, Ring of Honor. These Power. are all the, yeah. There's so like here's here, here's TNA the positive. is still a thing. TNA. Here's here's the positive. Bo, like the boys are making making money. money. The and majority people, of them probably um, fifty grand a year. And people are taking it in. There are people who watch all these things every week. New Japan people who watch too, so you can get that over here. But as it's well. yeah. So like the hardcores are ultimately hardcore. Yeah, they're they're being serviced. They're getting what they want. They nonstop. They can watch wrestling every day of the week if they want to. For me, I like to watch it a couple days a week. So I watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. And even that's hard some weeks because that's four days. Never mind if you throw in a pay-per-view. Or... It is kind of like messed up, though, if you think about like, like what, next week, what if that's... you like other stuff like NBA or NFL or – You got to pick and choose. Or Westworld or – You know how I do it? I don't sleep. So <laughs> Literally. Because last night I got home from work at like 1230 and I watched SmackDown. Then I went to bed. It was probably two thirty. Yeah. What if you want to watch Jason T- uh, Tatum take it to the next level? What I, if I do? I get paid to do that, so you I have know? to watch that. So like, I'm just trying to. What I, what my point is is like, what the hell? But as the way I look at it, though, as long as they're making money and there's people who watch it, for me, I just I don't watch MLW, NWA, Power, TNA. I'll be aware of it because there might be crossover someday, or if there's someone, one of their top guys comes over, I'd like to be at least kind of know who they are. Yeah. You want to know the scary thing that no one. Like the elephant in the room. Yeah. There is a Wednesday night war that has not scaled. And neither of them have hit a million viewers. Uh, AEW has a couple weeks. That is pathetic. It's different though now. And these I mean, also... If like, I put it on my DVR, does that count as a, a view? So that's the, this is a flawed thing. So we can get into this quick here. Is that ratings are incredibly flawed anyways. So you because, can stream it. Yada, well, it's yada. also... A lot of streaming stuff doesn't even count. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. But DVR, I believe, counts for one third or... Or one half. I'm not sure exactly. Like it's, it's point five. Yeah, and I years. so for every week I I watch Raw, but I do it. So Wait, mine so doesn't if, count. If I watch it not live. It counts as a half of you. It's either a third or a half for Nielsen. Oh, that's all right. Like, it's so it's it's ratings are never going to be what they used to be because it's different now. We also have way more options because people might just watch Netflix instead or whatever. And with DVR, like there's so many other factors now that ratings will never ever be the same. So for what NXT and AEW are going against each other, splitting an audience, a wrestling audience watching live, Two they're, million? they're both doing pretty well. But can they grow? Maybe. I don't know. You would think that you'd see more of a percentage going up or yeah. like, like, a, like a watching, the, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the, the graph go up. Yeah. Is but it, I will say this cause I, I do work in TV and I read ratings emails every day for work and it's just, 
it's just everything when people are like people complain like ratings are down for this ratings are down ratings are down for literally everything ratings are up for like nothing because tv is down in general because people have either cut the cord or there's just like i have cable do you know how often i watch cable when i'm in my house almost never because i have netflix uh Disney Plus. I have Amazon. You have Disney Plus? What a loser. My sister has it. I steal her password. You're sick. Yeah. I love Star Wars, bro. Do you really? Yeah. Oh. What about... Is it, is, isn't there a show that someone's going to be on? Ah. No, but honestly... Is that a real thing? Because you would know. Because I, I saw the rumor. So I'm in a group text, and yeah. um, she denied it. But, like, okay. she is out. So we're talking about The, me, the yeah. Mandalorian. Sasha Banks is rumored to be on the next season. Which is exciting for wrestling fans who are also Star Wars fans, because anytime you see a familiar face. Honestly, if she is on it, she deserves it. Um, I would assume it would just be like a quick cameo, like in, where she's like... An, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, it's smart I, of her to do I like Back to the Future. I wasn't a Star Wars She's fan. another one that kind of gets how to do stuff She looks like internet. a million bucks. She looks like a movie star. and she, she gets what to do on the internet to get people talking to. She ain't she stupid. She gets it. Honestly, yeah. the beauty behind her is um, she was a fan just like me. Yes. That's why we're like buddies because... You two um, trained together. You came up together. Yeah, yep. she was like a little sister to me, and we both liked the, uh, you know, the art of the wrestling. Yes. And, and like... Like, that's why you know she she took it very seriously and t- still takes it very seriously and she gets frustrated at times and um, yeah like I don't, I don't blame her one job. bit no I, I get frustrated watching it I get you know? frustrated at my job with things and that's not, that's I, life yeah yeah it's just it's, it's part of it so well do you have anything else before I let you go here it was a pleasure to have you on really I guess I know you're okay I know what um you definitely lost your fastball really no. <laughs> I took a lot of Adderall before I came on. Oh, you know that explains the twitching. Am I really twitching? Uh, you were a little fidgety earlier. Do an impression. <laughs> no one can see us. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you were like looking out. But uh, anything else you you know? No, I, th- I mean I think we literally hit on everything. But is there anything else that you want to add for our fans at the Jabberknocker before you leave us? Uh, no, I mean. You know, everyone has their opinion. None, none of what I'm saying is the gospel or the truth. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So um, I respect everyone's opinion. That I just everything that I said today was how I feel. Yeah, compared, no. I'm an old school fan. I'm an old school wrestling guy. Um, I think a big part of our listenership is that, like, around like your age range and everything, that just it's one of those things where they don't watch week to week. They're frustrated with it. They have a lot of the same feelings. So I think it's a good representation. And you're someone who's lived through a lot of these experiences. You know a ton of people in the business. You've been born in the business. So you I smoked weed with Brehart. <laughs> there you go. Made it, I made it. I remember that when I met you, that's one of the first things you told me. You're like, you like wrestling? I was like, yeah. You're like, I smoked weed with Bret Hart. You know. Oh. Among other things. Never changed. Not with Bret Hart, but uh, I, I think it's time for me to go. Yeah. Sunny side up. All right. Uh, so, everyone, have a great week, and we will catch you next week with another special guest because I think Nestle Man will be out. So uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, see you next week. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>